Yo, what's good? It's your boy, South Breeze 706. This committee podcast. We have Mr. Savage and Marcus Sniffles. El Chapa is AWOL. I don't know what she's doing. I heard she was mixing some NyQuil with some Sprite. And she said she could not be on the podcast tonight. So prayers up to her. So what's good, y'all? What it is. Bro, I told you don't call me Mr. Savage, man. That sounds like a pet monkey name or something. Anyway, shout out to my compadre, uh, Illuminati, uh, El Chapa. You know, hope you on the man and get ready, get better. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no wrong with her. Allegedly. Yeah. So, again, everybody, thank y'all for checking us out on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. Definitely drop a review on Apple Podcasts. Let us know you out there. You know, Marcus has kids to feed. You know, we need these reviews. God damn, I do. I got to somebody help me. He keeps he keeps growing. He keeps outgrowing his clothes. He gets shoes every two weeks. It's ridiculous. So, you know, if anybody has a hookup, you know, get a sponsor by like Hennessy or something like that. We greatly appreciate it. As I'll take, always, I'll take a Huggy sponsorship if you got one out there. Well, shout out to Huggies. Um, yes, yeah, so always shout out to. People to listen, Chuck Decoy, uh, Miss Crafty Cake, uh, Miss Mary Crafty Cake, shout out to you. A KJ Dallas kid out here cooking, shout out to the homegirl Gift Queen, shout out to Corlicia, shout out to Trill T, as always, for all your fine uh, drinking needs. Holler at Trill T, at Trill T, or at Drink Trill T on Twitter. Uh, fuck with your boy. And uh, everybody else who uh, I don't feel like mentioning because I'm mad, lazy, and unprepared, so. That's real life. So this week, a lot went on, like every week. So the the big thing that caught my eye early this week, it was a bit of a big story. I don't know if it caught the uh, attention of the major news networks as far as with the young lady that went to, I think it's Howard, not Howard, and where she go to? University of Hartford. So I know y'all heard the story. If you haven't, there is a young uh, student, Brianna Brochu, a white student who bragged about poisoning her roommate, who is, I don't know if she's confirmed to be Jamaican, but she's African-American, who, uh, yeah, so y'all, y'all heard about this, right? Yeah, it was one of the most disgusting things I've ever heard in my life. It, this, this shit is so foul. Okay, so let me read the first paragraph of this article. Brianna Brochu, a white student who bragged about poisoning her roommate by rubbing her used tampons on her bag, pouring Modi clan dip in okay, her lotion. Okay, come on, my God. I'm about to throw up. Please stop. Just and stop. putting her toothbrush inside her restaurant. You know what? No, I'm just going to just drop my mic now. I'll <laughs> It's so disgusting. Welcome, welcome to 2017, where because you don't like your roommate, you go as far as to poison her and violate yourself and her toothbrush just because you don't like her. So, I mean, the girl, she posted a video. It got a lot of a lot of run. I guess it was uh, Justice for Jazzy. I guess the girl's name is Jasmine. But I, I really didn't get the reason the young lady didn't like her roommate. Pretty much the girl got out of there because, you know, she started feeling sick and whatnot. And she was, like, getting cold shoulder by her roommate. I guess when she was leaving, I guess right after she left, which again, I don't know why people feel it's necessary to post their entire lives on social media. The girl pretty much told on herself on Facebook where she was saying that she posted that she finally got rid of her roommate, who she referred to as Jamaican Barbie. So I don't know if this is racially motivated or she just didn't like the girl. She was a hater, but. Yeah, I think it's pretty clear that 
she disliked this uh, her roommate for racist reasons. If you if you refer to someone as a Jamaican Barbie, like you clearly hate this person solely off the fact of their ethnicity and their culture or whatever it is. Whatever it is about this girl rubbed this other woman the wrong way and she decided to take it out on her by sodomizing herself with a toothbrush Ugh. and rubbing her dirty tampons on her clothes. And it's just it's so disgusting. <laughs> like, my God. Well, and, and she went as far as to take pictures. Like, she she pretty much provided the police with all the evidence they needed to arrest her. I don't know if she didn't get prosecuted or anything. I know she got expelled, but like she took pictures of the backpack. She took pictures of the moldy clam dip. She took pictures of her putting it in her coconut oil that she rubbed on her skin. Like, I mean, they're, they're charging this girl with a hate crime too. Ooh. Like they're taking it, they're taking it all the way. Like they're not playing around with this. Like, I feel like she's going to get convicted. Like, I feel like this is going to stick. Cause like you said, she put everything on social media. So there's no, well, I didn't do it. You ain't got no proof. Like the proof is on your Facebook page. That's why hashtag delete Facebook 2017 is still going. Yeah, this, this, uh, this young lady is clearly disturbed. And, and one thing that I was thinking when I saw this is like, who are her parents? I don't even care about the kid no more. I wonder who her parents are. I need to see them on 60 Minutes or on CNN or Fox News or whatever outlet. We need some answers because there's no way your daughter just wakes up when they decides, you know what? I'm going to, like Marcus said, sodomize myself with somebody's toothbrush because I don't like them. Like, how, how much of a sicko do you have to be to be violating yourself and then violating somebody else's personal space and personal property? Putting moldy clam, like bro, where do you get clam? That is disgusting, dog. I, like, no I can't even imagine how that smells, man. I can't imagine get- how it smells either. And you know, it's like weird. I'm gonna bounce just right now, but her name is Brianna, and then the dude that with Houston Kelly, I mean, Houston, Texas, they killed all the people uh, on this day, the 25 people in the church. His name is Devin, and it's like two white people with black names or blackish names. But anyway, that was um, mad random, but continue. It was, but you know what? That's how scientific I am when it comes to putting this Okay. Stuff like it's I said, Rain okay. Man Savage over here. Okay, wow. You know what? That that was actually a really low blow. I'm out here with the concussion fighting oh. through it. For oh, the good, yeah. for the good of the podcast. Playing injured. Playing I'm not he was, he was he was questionable and showed up toughing it out. Hey, you do what you got to do for the job. But like I said, I mean, if I think about it, if it was me in that situation, I'd have to stab my roommate for doing some stuff like this or or, or something. I'd pay some girls to jump her or something. I mean, how could how could you have the audacity to do something so grotesque as, as this? I mean, bloody tampons, moldy clam chowder, or whatever you said messing with a coconut oil like you don't mess with people like that man i that's that's like really far below the belt like that's some that's some serial killer shit like it is it really is that was very meticulous planning you had like hey uh you know what this is kind of gross man but it's a disgusting story and then weren't they only roommates for like a month and a half like y'all burnt that bridge that fast like come on like, I kind of want to say that there's always two sides to the story, but there's nothing short of whipping her ass every single day that would make you go over the edge and do something that disgusting. 
I, I mean, what could what could somebody do to you in that short, like Adolf or Mr. Savage said, in that short period of time to make you do something like that, to plan it out that meticulously? For, for, for some people, it's just the presence of something different. It just oh, okay. it, 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 it strikes a nerve in them. Let, let me ask you guys this. I just, and I know this isn't the same at all, but even if, if she wants to if she was caught, let's say she wanted to play it off as some sort of a practical joke. Have you guys even heard of anything that malicious, even on a joke level? Uh, not on a joke level, but that's I a feel, good question. I, I don't think I've heard anything that nasty with someone that was joking on somebody. But I feel like if we were to look at like hazing incidents in co- on college campuses, you'd find some of that kind of stuff. But that's but, not joking. That's hazing. Yeah. Cause yeah. like the, totally different. The, the nastiest stuff I see is like somebody like, oh, when somebody goes to the bathroom, I'll put some salt inside their soda or something like that. But that's nothing. Like that's more funny. Nobody's gonna get sick, or like the girl. She got really sick. Uh, the girl Jasmine. She got really sick from the from the mold in her throat. Like she possibly could have died. Like she had to get antibiotics and whatnot. But. Yeah, if you're, putting, if you're putting your bloody insides on somebody's yeah. skin, like you're putting them at risk because you don't know what that girl has. You know yeah, what I'm saying? What about like, if you have like hepatitis B or HIV or anything? Yeah, I mean it's, and I, I feel like uh, Jazzy. I feel like the reason she didn't really go off and unleash her full Jamaican side and just drag the shit out of this girl. Well, we don't know if she's actually Jamaican, so... But we're uh, not. Well, she called her Jamaican Barbie, but yeah, you're right. Well, she probably was like, oh, she's black, so she's probably Jamaican, like... Right. Well, yeah. I, I feel like the reason why she hasn't just hauled off and, like, tried to whoop this girl's ass is because she's trying to cash out. Like, I feel like at this point... But she, she, didn't, find out, she didn't find out about it, so she was, like, leaving. Like, somebody showed it to her on social media, and that's when she made the video or whatever. But I think they came and got her, like, two days later, if I'm not mistaken, but man, like, again, I know we're the super racist podcast. We're sorry, guys, but this is, again, the world we live in, but race aside, like, what happened What happened to human decency? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is why people have to interact with people outside their circles or get away from people that look like them, because you're going off to college to learn, you know, this person's obviously here because they're educated and trying to better themselves. You can't just get mad because somebody's different. Like if you interact with people outside of your circle, then something like this shouldn't be a shock to you. Like, oh my God, I have somebody that that's black in my room and she uses coconut oil and maybe she does her hair. I don't know. Like the lady, the Jazzy girl, she's an attractive young lady. Like maybe she was hating because this uh, other girl, Brianna, she looks kind of crazy. And there's pictures of her, I guess, on Instagram with uh, faux dreadlocks and faux braids. So of course there are. Maybe she was she a bit envious of her quote-unquote Jamaican Barbie roommate. So, I mean, it's I understand wanting to like get out and and share and ex- and explore other people's culture, but this kind of incident is going to be a turnoff for a lot of people. Um, it's going to be one of those things where you know I don't hang out with white people anyway, so this is why. Like they're going to hold this up as a reason for why they don't hang out with certain people. And they're going to continue to, you know, wall themselves off. But, you know, nobody, I mean, nobody wants to have this happen. Like, this is, this is not what you send your kid to college for. To happen. And, and to me, even if you just want to go as far as to take race out of it, what's nasty is what's nasty. Which yeah, that's what I'm saying. The decency, the decency part yeah. is crazy. 
she doesn't have any decency. When I originally read this, I, I was just, I was appalled. Like I, I was like, why would you do something like this? Like, and like you said earlier, there are two sides to every story. And I'm like, okay, so what did Jasmine have to do for you to react like this? I could see you doing one thing, but I mean, she did several things. Like she was really trying to get rid of this girl. Yeah, but what what happened? What happened to the old days of if you had a roommate you didn't like, you know, just turning up your music really loud or waking up super early to disturb their peace or you know changing their alarm like just little things to bother them like this is stuff that could like like you said she could have gotten an infection she could have died from all the things that she was doing. I don't know. I guess I guess we're living in the past or something because I guess that's not the new wave. Yeah, maybe maybe the new wave is like sticking stuff up your butt and then rubbing it on people's faces. I don't know. Maybe well, that's the, what kids are doing. They're I'll saying let us, that KJ, she, KJ, let us know if that's what the kids are doing now. Yeah, they said that she was charged with third degree criminal mischief and second degree breach of peace. Each charge carries a maximum sentence of six months in prison and potential fine so far. So this is an old article, but I didn't. I didn't see the update as far as her being charged with a hate crime, but they were requesting her to be charged with a with intimidation based on bigotry or a bias. So, yep, she was expelled. Damn. Yeah. So, guys, again, it's not going to be worth potentially flipping burgers at McDonald's for the rest of your life because you didn't like somebody that didn't look like you. It's like, probably going to be hard for her to even get a job there, honestly. Yeah. It's probably going to be just some fat, disgusting-looking stripper, honestly. I'm not going to body shame her, but, I mean, there's somebody for everybody. But, um, <laughs> yeah, shout-out shout out to Jazzy. I hope she, she prospers. And, <clears throat> again, sometimes this is uh, – why a lot of people are advocates of, uh, you know, HBCUs. Uh, for y'all to know what those are, historically black college. Co- Damn, I don't even know what that shit is. Hey, shout out to Chuck the the decoy who filmed himself putting shaving cream on my face. You motherfucker, act like I ever forgot. When I see you, I'm poisoning your dog too, just to let you know. Oh, okay. Shout out to Roman. Hey man, if his dog come up uh, sick no, or something, I'm, man, I'm they gonna pull this audio. They gonna yeah, pull the audio. My bad. HBCUs, I got caught up. Historically, black colleges, <laughs> universities. Sometimes that's good to to be around people that you know look like you that you can relate to. And it's not saying that hey, you know, you sh- you shouldn't go to the school because there's not a lot of people that you can relate to. But in the same breath, you can't look down on one of those schools because hey, you know, I'm. Pr- I'm not going to say that I'm 100% sure this wouldn't happen at HBCU, but I'd be willing to bet a couple of dollars that something like that wouldn't happen, just just to be clear. So, yeah, I mean, it might happen, but the reason why it happened wouldn't be that. It wouldn't be that kind of reason. It wouldn't be because that person is black or Jamaican or uses coconut oil because you're around people who look like you and that use coconut oil and have your type of hair, and it's not a big deal for them to see that. Yeah. So just think about that when you're thinking about sending your kids to college, like, oh, they got to go to Harvard or Yale, you know, maybe not. Maybe they can blaze their own trail, go to HBCU, you know, network and still be successful. So, yeah, hopefully they throw the book at that disgusting excuse for a human being and uh, young Jasmine moves on with her life and she's uh, successful and flourishes out here. So And gets all her money, gets all the money she asked for. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. She should definitely sue that school and then go to a different school. Like, why do you want to go to school in Connecticut anyways? Like, it's cold up there, man. Like, go go to Florida, go to Georgia, you know what I'm saying? Hit Atlanta, D.C. or something like that, Chocolate City, you know? Hold it down, so. But yeah, moving on from that, uh, I would say lighten it up, but the next, the next kind of big story, I don't know if it's got traction yet, but probably by the time you hear this, you'll probably see this on the news. So the University of Miami... There was a young lady who had, I'm assuming that she had too much to drink. A shout out to y'all who don't know how to drink liquor in public and not act damn fool. Like, can, can we, can we, can, can you refer to the Miami Hurricanes as the undefeated number seven ranked Miami Hurricanes? It doesn't matter because they're not going to. The it's playoffs. all about the you, baby. Hey, hey, and I said this on Twitter. Don't let us, don't let us beat Notre Dame next week. Don't let it happen because I'm, bur- I'm burning Twitter down. I am coming at everybody. Everybody can get it. I mean, it sure, but at the end of the day, can Miami beat Alabama? Miami, uh, Alabama doesn't look like a world beater out here now. They're not like just can Miami beat, people. Can Miami beat the University of Georgia? Let's, we're not looking too far ahead of ourselves. Okay. Right now. We're focused so, on Notre Dame. Anyways, so at the game, this lady, she got drunk. And, okay, anybody that's drunk, you know what your limits are. It's hot in Miami or where they was at. Like you have to you have to chill. You need to hydrate, drink some water. You shouldn't get drunk and disorderly to the point where like six people have to carry you out the game where you're looking like you were the game winning kicker and made the field goal. Like they had to carry her out. So she's up there wilding out, wilding out. And I see that she swings at a cop. I don't know if she connects. It really doesn't matter. Maybe the wind got too close to his face with her swinging. But he straight knocked her out, like Debo Friday style, knocked her the fuck out, like bow, like put her ass to sleep. So again, you'll see the story. It's a crazy video to watch, but in the same breath, A, you shouldn't act like that. B, keep your hands to yourself. And again, you know, maybe he felt threatened for his life because that seems to get people off in other situations where other people might get shot or beat up on tape. So this cop better not catch no suspension. He better not get docked no pay. There shouldn't be an investigation. It's an open and shut case. She is wilding out. She got duffed. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, keep the, buck. the wild thing about these, especially about that video, is most at most college games, they don't sell alcohol during the game. Of course not. They sure don't. Other like, than the Florida Georgia. No, they don't sell they don't sell alcohol at that game. They don't. I could have nope. sworn I was drunk at the Florida Georgia. Yeah, you, know? you might have. You might have got drunk. You might have brought some liquor or some beer in there with you, but you're not going to buy it. Well, there. you know what? I'm sorry. It's because it's the world's largest cocktail party, so they were pre-gaming outside. You're right. Yeah, and so you got to consider this: uh, the Miami Virginia Tech game. Fuck you, Virginia Tech. You bunch of losers. Anyway, um, the the Miami VT game was a night game, so that game didn't start till eight o'clock. So who knows what time she started drinking? Like she was probably drinking since. Eight o'clock that morning. That's that's a a shit ton of drinking. Like people are getting just smashed at these college games, and and they just they they don't know how to act. They're acting like college kids. They're being irresponsible. They're drinking way too much. Probably you know I wouldn't be surprised if she had drugs in her system or anything like that. It's just you know you you act up and you don't know how to handle your liquor. You go out in public and. You got to deal with the consequences, and that's one of the consequences of trying to fight a police officer. Like that's what's going to happen to you. Uh, uh, uh. So is this is this cop 
is he going to get in any trouble? Do you foresee him being suspended? Or because I mean, had it had it happened again, this is part of the thing with social media, which is the double edged sword. Like, had there been no social media, like it wouldn't be seen by millions of people immediately. But you know, these days everybody has a camera, so the aesthetics are not good. If you watch the video, there's a guy that's drinking a Bud Light that looks like he sobered up real quick after he saw that lady get knocked out. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll probably make, I'll probably make that the picture of that episode. But that dude looked like, bro, like, yeah, hey, that, hey, you know what? Maybe I need to put this beer down. I don't want no smoke. No smoke yeah, the, op- the optics of this is not going to look good because the officer that hit her was a, is a big black dude and she's a young white girl. So, you know, you do with that what you will. I think there will be a lot of talking like a lot of buzz around it i i don't think anything will happen which is going to be surprising to some people that you know all of a sudden hey police brutality but you know other situations happen it's like well what was he wearing why was he smoking weed why was he running for the cop so it just it's gonna get messy and but i don't think anything will happen to him i've actually already seen some people reverse the blue lives matter against some of the people that were yelling for police police brutality. So that's something to look out for as well as people are already trying to flip the script on it. Um, for me, though, my thing when I seen it, I seen her swing like a couple of times hit him. I did think it was a bit excessive. I mean, I couldn't tell if he hit her with an open palm or closed fist, but he truly did deck her. Now, I mean, I, I'm not sure of how the rules go with all that. In my book, it, it looked a little too aggressive, but hey, I'm just an average Joe. Uh, shout out to all the real niggas. Yeah, it definitely is not. It definitely doesn't look good. Like, no matter whose side you're on or what you believe in, it doesn't look good. But, you know, they can probably pull out the, the law book or the record or whatever the rules. And he's probably probably within his rights to do that. And you just got to take the L. Well, I guarantee that's the last time she's probably allowed in that stadium, and I bet you that's the last time she drinks for a long time. So, because if the hangover don't make her head hurt, that damn one piece will make her head yeah, hurt. Right, cross. <laughs> <laughs> he had them fucking ham hocks over there, man. He did. Yeah, like, yo, you know what? They should probably, you know, I'm not going to say that. You know, yeah, they should probably use that video. Like, look, if you get drunk and act out around the cops, you might get knocked out. So, you know, God bless. Be safe. Drink responsibly. Drink responsibly. So, I hope, you know what? I hope that was. A, I hope there was a kid because if you're an adult acting like that, like, what are you doing? Like, what are you? What are you doing? Dog? I mean, would you? Would you be surprised though? Would you be surprised if a grown ass man Absolute, was acting abs- like that? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Would not surprise me one bit. So, but yeah, uh, the eight no hurricanes. They're trying to. Get that uh, swagger back. Shout out to Mark Rich, former um, coach of the Georgia Bulldogs. Yo, and shout, shout out to, to uh, racist Twitter out there that decided to show up because Miami's that. doing great things and because Miami has this badass turnover chain and now people are becoming triggered and, oh, look at these thugs out here with this gaudy jewelry. You know, it's a bad example and all this stuff and they want to call them thugs. You know what? Fuck it, thug you. I'm a, I'm rolling with it. It's thug you from now on. We're gonna rub it in Ooh, your face like we uh, like like we did in the '80s, like we did in the '90s, like we did in the 2000s. You want to call us thugs? We're gonna be out here acting like thugs on your ass, wearing these turnover chains, scoring touchdowns, and winning games. 
Well, I, I see that this is maybe they started a trend. I think I saw that uh, University of Alabama has like a turnover belt or something like that. To to be fair, the University of Alabama did do do it first. But the thing with Alabama is they ain't got no swag. At the University well, of Alabama. Yeah, because I, I actually never heard about that until the turnover chain thing happened. So and if they had Georgia, the belt. Georgia's doing the same thing. They have like golden uh, shoulder pads that they put on. And it's it looks stupid. It's freaking lame, and you can think, tell they're copying. I, I think I did see that, but just to call people to call people thugs because they find a creative way to motivate their players. Like, I mean, they don't pay them. You know, that would be a yeah. creative. That'd be a creative that'd be way a to great, motivation. That'd be a great motivation for them if you paid them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they would. They would need to get a turnover chain too. I read. I read an article about the turnover chain, and people are making. One guy made a hundred thousand dollars off of turnover chain T-shirts, and the players won't see a dime of that money. But you know, fair is fair. They're getting paid in education. Blah blah blah. Call them thugs. And yeah. um, and uh, and hopefully this this uh, this week because game day is going to be at Miami for the for the game of the week against Notre Dame. I have a feeling ESPN is going to have. They're going to be running the U. 30 for 30s all week. Hopefully they do that just to get people in the, in the, in the mood and the mindset, get their minds right to get Notre Dame about the paint. I'm not even going to lie. That first U 30 for 30, if anybody hasn't seen it to me, that's probably my favorite 30 for 30. There's so much swag going on in that. Everybody check it out. I'm not a U fan. Shout out to my Florida Gators. Uh, thank Ooh. God that thought, wait, 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 pause. Thank God we fired our shark humping ex coach. Uh, we'll be on the rise again one that day. That picture guys. is wild. Like, <laughs> like I had my doubts, but I really think that was him. I love. I, that I, I think. I think. It, I think it was him too, man. That that was probably the. I mean, you hear about nasty stuff like bestiality. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know. This might be. This might be the first time the word bestiality has been uttered <laughs> on this podcast. Hopefully, the first and the last. Yeah, but I mean, what was he doing? Like, why are you butt naked on a shark? Like. And smiling like, come on, man. But I'm glad he's out of there since we're going, you know, a little bit college football. I'm glad he's out of there. Um, even though we keep getting our behinds handed to us, hold on and be strong, Gator Nation. Yeah, back back to the point about Miami with the with 30 for 30. Shout out to uh G Reg, aka uh Third leg, Greg. Hey, third leg, Greg. Yo, you don't even have to watch the thirty for thirty. Just go on YouTube and look up the what was it, the third floor freestyle? Yeah, go look that yeah. up. Yeah, Greg. Like, I'll see Greg Olson now with the Panthers. You know, he's a clean cut family man with two kids. Greg was out there thugging. <laughs> he was thugging it out, man. Greg was out there blowing out backs, getting you know, it, getting after it, painting faces. You know what I'm saying? And, hey. and not like the carnival paint. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Greg was out here living his living his best life. Uh, he's actually from uh, Northern New Jersey. Shout out to him. Yeah, ESPN is definitely going to play up the whole Catholics versus convicts thing again. That's going to start coming up. All that talk is going to start coming back, and that's and instead of saying convicts, we're just going to call them thugs. So it's just you know coded language, dog whistles, whatever you want to call it. But you know that I I I'm I'm very excited for this game this week, and I'm oof. Do not let Miami win this game. I am telling you, I will. I'm going to. I will go. I will let go every Catholic priest joke fly that I have. I don't care. I'm coming at anybody. Anybody that was hating, I'm coming for you. Yeah, 
So for, for y'all know what coded language means, it's where you say something that really means something else. So uh, thug is coded language for a word that starts with an N and ends with the R. So you uh, you can do the Wheel of Fortune in your head and put the pieces together. So shout out to all the angry, shout out to all the people, the angry, the angry racist people on Twitter who take the time out of their day create a Twitter page just to try to troll people and just be racist. Like y'all that are in this Twitter sphere, this Twitter atmosphere, y'all are probably wondering what we're talking about, but Twitter is truly like a wild place, truly a wild place. There's no, no church in the wild on Twitter. So, but you know, that's how life is. But I guess fresh off the presses, unfortunately, we're going to try to uh, close out today with uh, the hot, hot new story. Sutherland Springs, Texas, there was a church shooting where 26 people were shot. So these are the things that they know at the time, <clears throat> as of right now that we're recording. Uh, the gunman opened fire inside First Baptist Church in Sutherland Springs on Sunday. 26 people were killed, 20 were injured. The suspect has been identified as Devin Patrick Kelly. And uh, 45 pledges his full support to Texas and the communities affected. Support is not what's needed. Obviously, it's the change of access accessibility of weapons, but that's a discussion they're going to have all week on the news this week. So get ready for that. And the FBI and ATF agents are assisting local law enforcement with the investigation. So, again, it seems like every other week there's a mass shooting. Somebody's getting shot. There's a, you know, it, it seems like this is starting to get a bit normalized. Ah, yep. What are y'all's thoughts, man? Well, my question, and I know to a certain extent, the thing that I don't like when we have this discussion about gun control is it seems like either you're all the way one way or all the way the other, and it's no in between. My thoughts on it, as it relates to Mr. Kelly, what is the need for a person to have access to an AR-15? And, and that, like, I, I understand you can have your guns, you can have as many as you want, but I just kind of think, why are people still allowed to have these assault rifles with these hollow points that can tear through a person's soul? They're not used for hunting. Why, why are we allowed to have assault rifles? I mean, I'm not sure if they, if he converted it to where it had a, as Lil Wayne say, trigger like a hairpin. But whatever the reason is, that that's like the big key for me. Now, not trying to say if he had a handgun, he wouldn't have done as much damage. But goodness gracious, if you can get get a hold to an assault rifle, I, I once knew a guy. I'm not gonna say his name. And he was 18. I was 19. Bought an assault rifle. Had access to get a hundred round drum. Jesus. And you know you what? Do that at 18. Wow. You could do that at 18. No problem. And the the whole while I was wondering, why do you really need this? They didn't buy the 100-round drum, but they did have, I think, like the little banana clip or whatever, and I think it held like 25, 30. But it was kind of like, why did this person even need that? 
And, and like I said, that that's where I think we have to draw some sort of a line. I know in 1994, the automatic weapons were banned, but I think we need to do a better job of cleaning up some of these automatic weapons, doing thorough testing, um, doing a lot of regulations on things to really kind of clean up what's going on in America, because you see so many statistics of people that do are much harder on gun control and they have a lot less gun related deaths. And it's just kind of crazy. Like he can walk in here. He was what? 24, 25 has an AR 15, $1,100. You take a couple paychecks from Walmart, a tax return, a tax return. And you can easily go out, take another hundred dollars, have a hundred round drum, attach it right under there. You can go wherever you want to do as much damage as you want to do. And I just think that that's odd. This is something that we need to cut down on. As far as the person, I do think, I wonder what was in their head to make them go in a church once again. I mean, this is. Well, he's dead. So we'll never know. We'll never know. But I mean, it's just, it's a lot to think of when you think of it. But I, I do think that with some of the shootings, like the, of course, the incident in Las Vegas, um, the incident that happened in Orlando, all of these assault rifle driven. We need to we need to have a conversation about the assault rifles. That's my thought. The, the problem is, is that the conversation, there's no middle ground with this conversation because there's people on one side who say. Just get rid of all the guns like there should be no guns. There's no need for them. Just get rid of all of them. And then there's people on the other side that. It's my Second Amendment right to have as many guns and bullets as I want. So you're not going to take any of my guns. And it doesn't I don't care what it takes. I should be able to get a gun whenever I want to and however I want to. And there's really there's no place in the middle and people don't want to give up anything. And that's America. America loves their guns like they love their guns more than anything. They love their guns more than uh, their kids, because after Sandy Hook happened, no gun regulations or laws changed at all. Nothing happened. And I guess for for me, I'm assuming that people view the right to have as many guns as they want as freedom. That's how it's viewed. So it's like if you're taking away their guns and their rights to get their guns, then you're taking away their freedom. And something I, I tweeted, I actually tweeted this a month ago. I said, after Sandy Hook, thoughts and prayers mean nothing to me coming from politicians and people with the power to change gun policies. And this happened last month. This I tweeted this after uh, Las Vegas. And a month, a month goes by, and now we have this incident in San Antonio where it's like another guy with another rifle goes around killing people. And it's like, what, what, what's going to change? Like, why, why won't this, why won't, why won't something change? Something needs to change. The, the, there's a common thread with all these mass shootings and it's the gun. There's always a gun involved, an well, AR-15. There's, there's two common threads, but you know, y'all can figure out the other part. So statistically, if you're going to be caught the mass shooting, it's going to be by a specific, uh, demographic of people so i I, I tell you what i i am i am not afraid of isis i have no fear of isis coming to where i live at and and shooting me that's not what i worry about i don't worry about my family leaving out and getting you know their head decapitated by an isis terrorist like i'm not scared of that i'm scared of these crazy gun willing gun 
lunatics. Like people just just have guns just to have them. I just don't understand it. Yeah, so like, I, well, real quick, uh, Michael Scunlick on Twitter said eight hours after the NYC attack, Trump called for. Sorry. Eight hours after the NYC attack, 45 called for immediate policy changes. Eight hours after the Texas attack, all 45 got our thoughts and prayers. And that's another interesting tidbit of how the, uh, they label the people that do these shootings. Because, I mean, that was, a, again, that, that incident just happened recently. And immediately they, they labeled it an act of terrorism, which, again, I know there's different different legal things to go with that as far as, like, with the... Uh, the government resource and the investigation, but I feel like that there shouldn't be a floating def- definition of terrorism. Like I, I feel that terrorism should be terrorism across the board, regardless of who does it and what they look like. But but that is interesting though, because yeah, me, you know, me and me and Lauren were going back and forth about uh, the difference, the di- why the Las Vegas shooter was a, was not considered a terrorist. And the there was another shooting before this one. It's 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 ridiculous that I'm getting the shootings mixed up. But the uh, the guy in New York that drove his car through a bunch of people, he was like, yeah, he was a, he was a legit ISIS guy. And she was saying, you know, well, the guy in New York is a terrorist because you know he wanted an ISIS flag on his hospital bed, and the guy in Las Vegas is just a crazy person. And I'm saying like, hey, if you go out and shoot 500 people. I don't care what set you claim. You're a terrorist. I don't care what flag you're waving. I don't care what mm-hmm. you believe in. I don't care what your ideology is. You go and shoot a bunch of people like that, you're a terrorist. Because the next week when people are deciding, hey, do I want to go to this concert? And they're having second thoughts because, yo, remember what happened last week in Las Vegas? I don't know if I'm, I'm scared to go out now or I'm scared to go to church now. I'm scared to go to the movie theater. I'm scared to drop my kid off at school. That's terrorism. Terrorism is to instill fear in people. It doesn't matter what what who what set you claim. I don't care what gang you're in. You're a terrorist. If you're white and you're the Las Vegas shooter, if you're brown and you're that New York driver, you're both terrorists. I'm, I'm it's terrorism. That's all it is. Actually, you know what? Look, I take that back. These gun shootings, are, it's not terrorism. It's just America. Mm, that sounds... Well, I know one of the definitions, and this is the part that a lot of people will argue to T about, is that it says terrorism is the unlawful use of violence and intimidation, especially against civilians in pursuit of political aims. And that's the one thing that will that I wish that part was taken out of it, because they, if it doesn't have, like, again, they say that the, you know, some of the Muslim people will use religion or, oh, that's two completely different things. So they're pretty much saying if there's no politics involved, that it's not terrorism, but I, everything up until that point defines all these acts that happen. So I feel maybe they should edit that, you know, but um, that's just one of the definitions I saw. And the gentleman, his name is Devin Kelly, who did the shooting. But also with that too, is that it's kind of a double-edged sword because when you have these shootings, that kind of fuels more people. It gives them a false sense that, hey, you know what? Now I need to buy a gun because now I'm scared that my life could be in danger. So it's kind of, I can kind of see why they wouldn't want to change it because again, this gun did cause a lot of deaths, but this is now going to increase a lot of revenue because more people are going to feel the need to purchase weapons. 
so they can feel quote unquote safe. Because I think I read that they some people in Texas engage with the shooter in the parking lot, which is fine and dandy. But at that point, it's kind of too late, you know. And this is that's also Texas, though. Texas is yeah. different. Texas is different from like Orlando and Vegas and, you know, San Bernardino, you know, all these other places where, you know, uh, people with assault rifles are going after other people. Like Texas is, is a, it might as well be its own country when it comes to this gun stuff. <laughs> and I've always thought of, because I remember, wasn't there a shooting like in Washington State or? Portland, Oregon, something like that a couple of years ago. And they were like, it was an active shooter on campus. Yeah, probably. I mean, it sounds and they were right. Like, there was a person that had a gun there, but they kind of had the train of thought of, well, what about if I shoot at this person and then the cops think that I'm the person shooting? So I've always even thought of that too. Like, what about if I got in a situation and I had my uh, pistol on me or whatever, and it's kind of like, okay, well, that black dude was shooting too, so let's shoot him too. Like, it's kind of crazy, but I mean, I don't know. It definitely shouldn't be martial law, the wild, wild west. I think that what it, what it has to be, like I've spoke on earlier and like Marcus spoke on earlier, it has to be a middle ground where we say, hey, you can have your guns. We need to get it a lot tighter on the assault rifles. And that's just the bottom line. Yeah, I mean... Again, I like Marcus said, if Sandy Hook didn't change this, then don't for one second think that any other shooting outside of that is going to happen. You know, it's so. it's it's still depressing to see and it's it's disheartening to see every time every other week when there's a mass shooting like this. I, I got I get sad and that's depressing. But like like I said, I don't. I don't feel like anything is going to change. If anything, it's going to get worse because, you know, the next time there's a shooting, the NRA is going to use that as a way to get people to buy more guns. Well, this is why we need more guns. This is why we need to loosen restrictions on guns so you can protect yourself from all these mass shootings. So, you know, the the solution to gun violence is to add more guns. So that's great. So real quick to close this up, I saw on uh, NPR, they said, consider the following cases, all which have prompted discussions of domestic terrorism. So with the Charlottesville incident, which you can check out our podcast on that, called the Charlottesville Challenge, that we talked about this, a suspect, James Alex Fields, was accused of driving his car into a crowd of people, and he killed a female counter-protester who came out against the march against white nationalists. Fields faced state murder charges, but not terrorism. So you also had Dylan Roof, who was convicted and sentenced to death for a host of federal and state crimes, shooting deaths of the African-Americans in South Carolina in 2015. He said he wanted to start a race war, but terrorism wasn't among his charges. Then you can go back to 1995 with Timothy McVeigh, who widely describes carrying out the worst act of domestic terrorism when he killed 168 people in a 1995 bombing in Oklahoma City. Even by his own admission, he said that it, it was clearly political. He said he hated the federal government, yet he was convicted and put to death for killing federal officers and a variety of other charges, but not for terrorism. So it seems like they they refuse to charge anybody with domestic terrorism or terrorism. So even though it, you know, say if it looks like a duck, quacks like a duck, waddles like a duck, apparently it's not a duck. So, you know. 
keep keep that in mind because they're saying that if you create a domestic terrorism charge, it could raise all sorts of First Amendment questions about free speech, religion, and ideology. Because I guess it could be subjective to what you think. But again, take take those take those things out of it. When it's a mass shooting or a mass attack, give them something. Like just don't let them skate. Like that should be a, a blanket charge. So in my opinion, but you know. It is what it is. So, I mean, y'all be safe out there. You know, part of this probably goes back to mental health. You know, y'all got to, you know, take care of yourselves. If you notice somebody is not acting right or not seeming normal, ask them how they're doing. Take them in to talk to them. You know, just make sure everybody's good around you. So um, hopefully we can try to avoid situations like this. But again, with the accessibility to weapons like that, it's, it's hard to say that something like this is probably going to happen again, but all we can do is uh, hope and pray and try to stay safe. So, but we want to close out on the lighter note. I know Marcus had a worst tweet of the week that we haven't done in a while. And if he has one, a song, if not, I have one. So. Okay. Uh, for the worst tweet of the week, I believe this guy has had the worst tweet of the week before. It comes from at three girls, one Corey. Oh, damn. Come on, Corey. <laughs> he actually has a couple of them, but I'm, I'm going to choose one that he tweeted today. He said, bruh, Matt Ryan is on Brady level. Minus the rings. You know what? Y'all can't no, we're tell not, We're not doing that. We're not, you know, we're not doing this. <laughs> wow. We're, we're not doing this. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> y'all, check out, y'all check out the Falcons podcast. We'll probably talk about that. Shout out to Gift Queen, but. Yeah, I mean, just do with that what you will, but I will, um, for the uh, song of the week, it's actually not even, it, it's a song, but it, there's not a lot of lyrics to it. It's more of an interlude. Uh, this last week, I've listened to, outside of podcasts, the only music I've listened to this week was Big Crit's album. And I still haven't got to that. Yeah, one of the wow, songs... One of the songs that really hit home for me and really helps set the mood and get you ready for the second disc is the uh, Justin Scott song. And there's really no words to it. It's just the feel of it. And you, you, you have to listen to the previous song, Get Away, how that song ends, and then how Justin Scott begins, and then how the rest of that album flows. It's just a... Uh, fantastic feeling that I get every time I get to that point. I, I, I kind of look forward to the end of the first disc just so I can get to that middle part where it's like, all right, this is the moment where you need to get your your soul together, get yourself spiritually together, and let's move on to the second disc. And I, 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 li- I listened to a Big Crit interview, and he said that he pretty much went broke making this album. And when you listen to it, you can hear the hunger and the desire and the he you can tell he really wanted this because like he said he put everything he had into it and there's not a lot of people talking about this album i don't think i don't feel like it's getting the because music comes out every five minutes so it's kind of hard to do that but I, i understand that but this is one of those albums where people really need to take the time to listen to and it's fantastic and i've said it before that crit is a top five, you know, new artist, new rapper right now. He's a better rapper producer than J. Cole. He's probably a top five rapper producer ever, if you want to 
take it take it that way, take it that far. But uh, Justin Scott is the, the name of the song, and it's 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 a great song. Okay, before Mr. Savage says something, because he's from Meridian, Mississippi, um, my worst tweet of the week is going to go to this guy. And I think he's kind of a troll, but I follow him because he's kind of funny sometimes. But his name is Ocean TSC. He said, if Kaepernick gets a job and plays like trash, I'm joining the Army. I said, why? He said, because it gives me hope in the NFL GMs that if they weren't hiring him because of his level of patriotism, they weren't hiring him because he was trash. And I was like, he's 100% better than any of these guys inside, period. Also, he has a better resume. It's not about him playing. It's about an equal shot, which he's not getting. And then he said, Michael Jordan had an amazing resume. I'm still choosing Lonzo Ball over him right now. And, yeah, that's what I'm saying if he's trash then. Now just He said something what? else. I just – What? I, I don't know what's going on with this guy. He needs – he's wow. definitely on that flocka, so. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So that's that. That was that. So that that's my worst tweet of the week, man. There was so much other stuff to go over, but man, like, like Floyd Mayweather's out here taking SMM photos with strippers and just living his best life. Uh, Zeke suspended, unsuspended. That's was, getting on my nerves. It's getting on my nerves. I'm tired of it. Oh man, I got a picture. There's this lady, she took, uh, I don't know if y'all saw this, she took the American flags and turned them into a Ku Klux Klan mask. That's which, I'm, which I'm sure is going to trigger a lot of people. I hate the word trigger, but it's fun to just say. But yeah, it's going to, you know, anger a lot of folks. But, you know, a lot of people are angry that these guys can be out here cooking, you know, out here doing their thing. So um, I'm, 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 I had another worst week of the week. There's another person that had. Uh, man, defender. that's all cool. We got next week to go over new things. Yeah, you're right. But again, shout out to everybody listening. Shout out to El Chapa. Shout out to KJ Dallas Kid. Shout out to Trill T. Shout out to Rob from Getting Wavy Podcast. Shout out to Reduce Lunch. Oh, you know what? My bad. Shout out to uh, El Chapa's homegirl or homeboy that said we should do the shout outs at the end. Fuck you. <laughs> 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 Well, uh, <laughs> there you have it. This is a pretty podcast. We have Miami's going to the playoffs. Let's go. 